Hey, my name's Louis, and welcome to. I'm just gonna go for it. Hello, I'm Louis, nutritionist and personal trainer, and it's my privilege to welcome you to Between Two Plates, the Strength Vitality podcast, where we discuss everything between gym plates and kitchen plates to do with fitness, nutrition, and mental health. This week in the Pick It Up, Put It Down isolation group, we were offered practical advice, experience, and words of reassurance from the wonderful Susie Arnott, professional teacher and home educator. The Pick It Up, Put It Down isolation group serves to bring professionals in their field to you to offer advice in navigating the challenges posed by social isolation. This podcast will be geared towards parents discussing home education and tips to support your children learning at home. There are loads of pearls of wisdom and words of reassurance in Susie's experience and lessons. Parents, thank you for tuning in. And if you're not a parent, this may not be the one for you. But as a non-parent myself, I still found all of the lessons in this conversation really valuable and interesting. Thank you again. And we really hope you enjoy the podcast. Okay, okay. should we get cooking? Are you ready? To yes, go? let's Fantastic. do it. Fantastic. Okay, cool. So, um... Susie, obviously we've spoken today already, which was amazing um, and really, really interesting. Um, you're a home educator, a professional teacher, mum to four, uh, of which you are clearly doing a fantastic job. Uh, for those of, for those of us who don't know you, uh, the title of the talk today is really geared up for helping people who have suddenly found themselves in a position where they're having to fit this role of teacher as well as parent and uh, professional. Yeah. So I wondered if you could give us a little bit of a background about yourself and what has brought you into the position now where you're able to speak and help us all a bit, uh, and particularly parents, I suppose, um, on home education. Okay, well, firstly, I just want to say hi to everyone who's watching, friends of mine, <laughs> whether it's live or recorded. Uh, I hope I don't bore you to tears. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I think, my um, well, I'm Susie, and I've been home educating now for about, six years um and um yeah i'm i am a professional teacher uh, so i've been teaching for 12 years before that um and and yeah so that's that's sort of my background um i never ever imagined that i would home educate because it just wasn't really um my bag at the time i really enjoyed saying goodbye to the children at school and sort of waving goodbye at the gate and, and then go and have my own time. Um, and it wasn't until one day when I went to a, um, a parenting conference and um, I was telling Louie about this earlier, I love going to parenting conferences. I think you can learn so much from them and from other mums because the children, they just, um, they grow up and you need, you need new advice all the time. At every stage of their development, you need new advice. And uh, anyway, so I went along to this parenting conference and I knew that there would be other people there who home educated. And I remember my husband, Daniel, saying to me, whatever happens, we're not going to be home educating. <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I looked at him and I sort of with a swoosh of my hair saying, don't worry, darling, it's never going to happen as I walked <laughs> triumphantly out the door. And, um, and I just... And, and that was kind of how I felt about it. I went along to the conference. I remember having lunch with these, um, some of the mums who home educated and my friend Jessica and I were just sort of quizzing them about basically why on earth would you choose to do that? And, um, and as we were asking them questions, you know, about socialization, exams and all that sort of stuff, um, that this, this little pilot light just sort of burst into flames in me. And I thought, oh my gosh, I think I want to home educate. This, this sounds really interesting. Um, 
And I went home and I remember thinking, oh, what am I going to say to Dan? Because he'd already told me that there was no way we were going to do it. So, um, <laughs> so I, I, just, I just remember sitting him down and saying, um, just, you know, listen to what I'm going to say. Don't, um, don't interrupt me. I just want to say what I'm going to say and then you can make the decision at the end or whatever. And um, so I just told him basically what these ladies had sort of graciously said. And, uh, and he just turned around and said, yeah, I think that's a really good idea. We should look into that. And, yes. and that was the beginning of the journey, really. How did you? Why um, I started it. What were some of the selling points to him? What were some of the things that you said, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm in for that." Golly, it was such a long time ago. I can't even remember exactly what I said, okay. but I think it was the idea that I think um, the fact that I was a teacher sort of put his mind at rest in the fact that he thought, "Well, if she can teach, she can teach." But actually, as it's turned out, I think teaching is hard. It is hard, but as a mum, you do it all the time, whether it's teaching your child to tie their shoelaces, you are actually teaching your children all the time. It's just working out what your subject material is gonna be. Um, really, that's sort of the difference. But, um, um, but what were some of the key points was probably that, um, that you can learn so much from ex experiencing things and doing things cool. aside from sitting in the classroom. And I think that was, because we have children, a variety of different children in our family, and um, a couple of them really don't work well sitting at a desk. Okay, cool. Well, you said today that they're building a swimming pool outside, right? Yeah. <laughs> that sounds way more fun than science lessons. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, yeah, it really is funny. So you, um, when we were speaking earlier, you said that when you made this decision to home educate, it took you three to four months to adjust. Um, yes. Now, there are lots of parents, I suspect, that will be watching this and might be watching or listening to this in the future. What yeah. could they expect if they have just been thrown into this situation of being sort of forced to be responsible as much as they can be expected to be for their children's yeah. education? Um, and maybe for parents who that is coming up, if they get forced into lockdown as well, what, what can they expect? Um, well, it's it's going to be a, a very scary time, really, because suddenly everything sort of the buck falls on you. And if yeah. um, you, you're never going to be capable enough to do this. I mean, nobody is. No, even like a top PhD uh, uh, graduate is, is not going to be able to know that much outside of his field. So he might be brilliant at physics or whatever it is, um, something okay, like cool. that. But 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 then teaching, I don't know. Um, geography british geography might be really really tricky for them you know we all have our areas that we're really good at and and we flourish in and then areas that we're just not good at and it, don't be ashamed to ask for help and where can people if, if where could people potentially ask for help um well there's do you know what there's so much help on the internet there really okay, is uh, i mean i my um my Facebook page, I think I posted up uh, about a week or so ago about all these different um, places that are giving off free lessons, free tutoring. Um, but there are, there's so much help out there. Um, it's not hard to look for it if you just type it up. Even YouTube, I mean, in, in YouTube is amazing to learn pretty much anything from, I think my son Sam, when he was eight, learned how to fix his bike from YouTube. <laughs> yes. And, um, and just simple things, you know. So, yeah. so what and what could parents expect maybe to be when they find themselves in a position looking for support and help what sort of things might that be so did you find yourself oh gosh I don't know 
how to plan a lesson or I'm not sure how long a lesson should be. What sort yeah. of do we expect to be facing? Um, well, I think the good thing is, is that at least the teachers are providing stuff for the schools um, at the moment. Uh, I know it's not brilliant, um, but it's, it's I mean, some of it is, is not bad at all, to be honest. I mean, my oldest son, Sam, he's just started back at school in January. Um, so I've kind of I'm experienced both sides of the of the um, that's cool, whatever you call it. Um, uh, yeah. And um, so I'm sort of seeing the school sending him stuff thinking, golly, this is this is some of this is really good. You know, I could use this for my lessons. And <laughs> um, some of it, it's too much. Some of it's too little. I think they're just juggling it all, trying to find out what works. Um, for me, I think a routine is really helpful. Um, making sure that you're all getting up at the same time and really rewarding the children when they are um when they're doing that when they're when they're being there ready at a certain time to start at a certain time because if you're not if you're not careful it will slip that 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 will slip and slip and slip and then and then it will become stressful because you'll feel that they're just um wasting their time have you kept the routine that um that you're the so, for example, it was Sam that's gone back to school, right? And he's he's gone back to yeah. school now. He's been because I know back at home again. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. So, but Sam was you were teaching him, you were homeschooling him from year three to nine, and then yeah. he just went back into year nine, and obviously he's come back home again now. Yeah. Um, I've totally forgotten what I was going to say. You uh, um, have I kept the routine for school? Oh, that was it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's all right. I'm with you. Um, You're going to have to lead this, Susie. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. I think um, I, I, I think it's very much, it's very intense to do a nine to three school, and I would not suggest anyone to do that many hours. I mean, that would break me. And remember that we're in a marathon; it's not a sprint. You know, um, uh, even half an hour or twenty minutes one-to-one -one time with your child is way more than they're going to get in school they get about one minute a day individual individual time attention with the teacher and those teachers are amazing but they just don't have the time to give that much individual time to a child so even if you're spending 20 minutes on teaching them to read a book and going through words with them um or, or teaching them how to do division or and and some of these things are quite hard but there is stuff online that you can help yourself if you find that your skills aren't up to that level but it, it will really benefit you just doing fractions of time you certainly don't need to do nine to three nine to four whatever it is that's such an amazing point and how you're touching on the idea that actually when children are being home educated and if, and, and if you have the time to be sitting with your child and helping them that's such a, it's much more qualitative time than it is yeah. looking at just the quantity of time they're spending learning in the day. And that's yeah. a lovely point. And I would hope that anyone listening would find that empowering and reassuring. Yeah. Like, look, it's yeah. okay if you're not sitting with your kids for the nine hours a day that they would yeah. really learn. I, I remember saying to myself at the beginning when I'd had really bad days and you will have really bad days <laughs> and, um, you know, uh, and, and I remember thinking, well, I've done one minute <laughs> of individual teaching. I'm winning today. Yeah. You know, no, that <laughs> but I just I just want to encourage people that it it is um this is hardcore, it's full on. Don't think you have to do school at home. It's not school at home. There's so many different ways that your child can learn maths, even. I mean, we say it all the time, things like cooking or just uh, going around the house with a ruler and measuring things, learning and uh, understanding weights and measures and it just I mean that's just a 
fraction of things that you can do that makes learning a bit more fun you know that's such a lovely that is such a cool idea I mean, you were you were telling me earlier about the example of perhaps things that might be beyond uh, what we would normally pick up in lessons and i appreciate teachers are they're really restricted by the curriculum and the time but yeah you were saying things about you were giving the example of your children playing monopoly and that how that was an opportunity yeah. for you to demonstrate um apologies and forgiveness and what yeah a way oh my gosh i'm a real gamer for those of you who don't know <laughs> me uh, who are listening um i love playing games and i'm sort of renowned for playing games so one of the things that i do a lot with the children is that i play games and um and if anyone does that they'll know that children fight they are jealous they get stressed they're bitter because somebody else has won and, and there's so many character skills that you can teach and math skills and english skills through playing games they yeah really really good idea of doing that so even if you just play some games with your children during this time it's really not wasted at all but i did a whole month one january where we followed this person online and she was a game she's a game schooler do you remember i said to you earlier that there was a range of different ways that people teach their children yes. within home ed yeah. from unschooling which is not formal education to a very rigid times table, which is sort of like school at home. Um, and anyway, this one person, I re was reading her blog and she taught games to her children a lot. And she had, I mean, properly thousands of games that she was advertising all the time. So we did a whole month where we just played games. One January, all we did was we played games. <laughs> yes! This sounds like the most it amazing teaching experience ever. <laughs> they, they've never forgotten that and we learned so much my one of the things that came out of it so um I, I we had lots of different games charity shops are brilliant but i know they're not open at the moment but um we had pick up sticks game and i thought of all the games that was the one game they were going to learn nothing from and guess which game my third child who hates schoolwork picked he wanted pick up sticks. So I'm like, fine, we'll play pick up sticks, but then we're going to try and do an educational game. Um, so we're doing pick up sticks and, um, and I'm realizing, oh my gosh, this is an amazing game for him because he's not got very good fine um, motor skills in his fingers. He, he's brilliant at football, tennis, and all of those things, really sporty. But writing and all of those game, all of those skills, he really struggled with. So this pick up sticks game was helping him with his motor skills. I was like genius. <laughs> I never, I never imagined that playing a game. So to me, all games are brilliant. They they teach so many skills. Um, don't be afraid if your child says, "Can we play games?" Do it. So that is fantastic. Um, you were saying earlier again and you, we've sort of walked into this which is fantastic about some of the things that you learned as yourself when you went into this home education about your yeah. own character and oh, about golly. Character. what can people expect uh in that regard and how would you suggest you manage those realizations of yourself and of your children um when i in the first year I think was this, the, the steep learning curve of what I learned. Um, people would always be asking me about what are your children learning and they'd be testing me. It was a very bizarre situation when I first started. Uh, people would suddenly, a random person would ask my child what six eights are. You know, it was, in, in, like in a charity shop, they'd be like, oh, you're homeschooling, what are six eights? And I'd be like, what a question to ask. You wouldn't ask that to an old person. <laughs> but anyway, that, so that first year, 
um, people would say, oh, you must have so much patience. But I tell you what, that first year I learned more about myself um, and uh, how selfish I am, how lazy and how uh, angry, uh, impatient. I mean, all of those things I was quite good at hiding. You know, when you're around company, you can put a smile on. And But when you are literally living in close quarters, which we are at the moment, yeah. you can't hide those parts of your personality at all. And they are going to come out and be aware that yeah. you, I'm sure they are because we've been a week and a bit into it. People are already thinking, wow, this is hard because you're all of those characters, character traits, the negative character traits are really going to start to emerge. And they're also going to come out in your children and you're going to see character traits in them that you don't like. Right. So, how do you deal with that? Yes. How do you deal with that? Well, you lock um, yourself away, wait for the kids to go to sleep. No. <laughs> yeah, well, I have a cupboard with chocolate in that the kids don't know about. Yeah. Chocolate and wine. No, I'm joking. Um, right, I do, I do find that um, one of the things I was thinking about earlier was that um, I've realised that even in this time of lockdown, that I am, I'm quite selfish. <laughs> Because I, I've hidden chocolate in my drawer next to my bed so that the children can't eat it. Okay. <laughs> I, what? I, like I have it. done, I have done things which I never thought I would be like, just because <laughs> it, I'm in lockdown. I mean, it's so terrible, isn't it? But anyway, so how can we help at this when it's really crazy? Well, first of all, if whatever is your biggest thing. Uh, for me, I think uh, anger and impatience were probably the biggest struggles and still are for me. Um, focus on one of them and tr and whether it's, I mean, for me, my faith really helps. Um, so I, I would pray about it and I would um, seek guidance from um, friends, uh, from the Bible, from um, my pastor, Okay. Or, or from, from even my husband. I mean, he knows me better than anyone. Um, and sadly, he has often the best advice for me, which is just to calm down. <laughs> that's good. But that's, I mean, do you think that actually maybe instead of trying to sort of think, right, how am I supposed to be the perfect human being in this situation and, and yeah. take it all on yourself? Perhaps, and we spoke about this earlier, and you were saying that you had some experience where actually the honesty of your situation and being really honest with how you were feeling and your emotion was really good for your children to have that as yeah. an educational experience yeah um, you are frustrated those expressions might actually be conducive to their education yeah. to take away from it yeah it really is it's really important for your children to see this range of emotion that's going on in you because they will see the negative they'll see the real lows they'll see when you are feeling sad or lonely or depressed or something's happened that you know, it's not good to hide this from your children. Right. Um, but they'll also see you when you are literally belly laughing. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and, and, and they'll, they'll make you laugh. There'll be things that they do and you'll think, I mean, I remember sitting in the car with my oldest um, uh, sort of fairly early on and we were just wetting ourselves about something. And, mm -hmm. you know, I just think that's brilliant. You know, you'll have the highs and the lows. Go with it. Don't feel guilty if you get stressed with your children. Apologise to them. You know, they, it's so good to, to have um, the ability to say sorry. If you've messed up, say sorry. And hopefully it'll encourage them to do the same thing as well. That's brilliant. You, um, um, yeah, go on. Do you think that um, perhaps it's one of the challenges that we face being forced into the situation, like you said, where 
uh, you're, you're forced into this situation where everyone's in the same house. Is it important yeah. to have space that is uh, sacred to you and your husband? Yeah. Or a bit like you're saying about the drawer with the food in it. Or, <laughs> or, or is it better to have everything's open and everything can, can go, anyone can go anywhere? And equally, sorry, the, the final bit I'll add to that. Is it important that the children have their own space? Or, yeah. Or well, um, the best advice I got from a home editing mum when I first started was to implement a quiet time. Um, and that quiet time would be something like an hour after lunch, depending on how much quiet time you need and how much they need, because um, everyone's different. Um, but they would all go to a separate space. Now, they didn't all have their own rooms at that time. So one of them might have had a bath. Um, another one might have been cooking in the kitchen or painting in the kitchen. Another one would be listening to an audio book or playing with Lego, or just literally sitting on their bed, throwing a ball at a wall. You know, it had to be, <laughs> it had to be quiet and it had to be alone so that it would give me space um, to kind of de-stress and it would give them space to be away from each other. And then when we all reconnected again, we got a reward, whether it was sweets or a biscuit yeah. or hot chocolate. And, and then um, they could, I don't know you just reward them for that time to start with it was really hard to implement it really hard like the kids fought about it they would moan it was like the first 20 minutes they were arguing about it and I just kept saying you haven't even started your quiet time yet because it's not quiet so if they yeah. moan I don't start quiet time and I'm quite harsh on this because it, I really needed it it was a real helpful thing so yeah, if cool. they moaned the quiet time hadn't started so they learned very quickly if you moan you get longer <laughs> That's a fantastic actionable and something that you can, yeah. I suppose you do have to have a degree of resilience and commitment <laughs> to doing that. But that's Oh no, it's worth it. It really is. The paybacks are amazing. <laughs> and, uh, and uh, you know, if, if you need more time, you just say it's going to be an hour and a half today, you know, and yeah. they might moan about it, but do you know what? It's for your own sanity. We are living this weird, crazy time. Um, and we've got to stay sane as we can. And children are busy and they don't stop sometimes. Mine don't. I've got three boys, three boys and a girl. And, and they, are, they are hyperactive, you know. <laughs> so. would, there, would there be any other tips that you would add to people watching that are like, is there anything else that you could be like, these are some cool droplets that I would recommend people taking away when they're listening to this? Um, that's the first question I have. I've got one more. <laughs> When you said droplets, I was thinking of some kind of medication that would like get your children to <laughs> and sleep. And you give your kids whiskey, and will anyone oh. ever know? <laughs> <laughs> there was something years ago, I think, called Medicid. And yeah. um, I think it's Medicid. I don't know, something like that. I'm sure somebody will post it up on the board. And, um, and it, was, uh, it was a medication that when they were sick, you give it to them, and it made them very drowsy. It's not allowed anymore. <laughs> I, I think it should be allowed for every parent. <laughs> No, I'm joking. Please don't quote me on that. One. That'd be terrible. But um, there was there was something that I wanted to say with regard to to character. Um, this is a brilliant, brilliant time for you to teach your children character traits, good character traits. Uh, we talked about playing games and how you know bad character traits can come out of your children when you're doing that. Um, but not just that, you know, in and around the house and being in a close, confined space. Um, you're going to see a lot of bad character traits coming out, um, stealing, lying, cheating, all those kind of things are going to come out and they're going to mean so much more when you're in this compressed environment. Okay. So um, of all the things I would say to teach, 
I would say teach character. You know, maths and English, great, but character lasts a lifetime. And if you can teach integrity to your children at this time, you will, you're building up people for the future, aren't you? You're building up the next generation. So, so yeah, definitely um, look into that. And it, it's hard. You know, you, you can teach them a lesson once, but they're not going to learn it. You've got to keep going and going. And every time that, that bitter root comes up in them, that jealous root or whatever it is that sort of your every child has a certain thing that will be, and even well, all humans, we all have a certain thing that we, that comes up in us and, and it will keep on coming out and you've just got to keep sort of trimming it, cutting it back, you know. Um, and in fact, um, I mentioned at the beginning that being a Christian, um, I remember when I first started home educating, I, I was praying and in a quiet time, I felt God gave me a picture. And the picture of it was of this topiary tree, you know what I mean, a, a, a tree that has been cut in. And, um, and, I, and I felt that when you home educate and when you're in this environment that we're all in at the moment, <clears throat> you can be clipping that tree. Think of your children as the, as the tree. You can be clipping it and cutting off those, those branches of selfishness or, or arrogance or disobedience almost. Um, you can be, you know, gently cutting off each one that you see and teaching them how to grow. Um, but the thing is that when you are very close to Topia Tree, it, it feels like the job is never going to finish. And, and really it doesn't. This is life skill. But, um, but when you step back, you'll see all the, what you've done. You'll see how good it looks and, and how, you know, no thick branches is gonna, are going to grow up if you keep trimming every day does that make sense an amazing metaphor it makes total sense that is a fantastic oh. metaphor yeah Love thank that. you and that perspective that sense of just like have perspective on the grand scheme of things like you're not expected yeah. to teach your child to become einstein in these maybe no. It, no the idea is that you just nurture them and the lovely thing about the tree is that the tree will grow regardless of what you do it's just your job to help manage yeah. that growth so yeah. i mean one and the thing, what I will say actually before I say this, anyone who is um, uh, watching now, if you could ask, if you want to ask your questions, go for it. We've got a little bit of a lag uh, on the screen. I've got the questions popping up on the left hand side. If you do have any questions, please ask them. They'll probably come through for us in about a minute's time. Um, I've got a couple more questions for you, Susie. Uh, the first yes. one is, and, and we've touched on it, but just in case anyone's got in now, um, what, uh, so if someone's watching this and they're like, Susie, I'm really finding this tough maybe not necessarily an actionable but what could you say perhaps as some reassurance for those parents who are finding the situation really challenging um don't panic it, as soon as your brain goes into panic mode you're going to stop and you are going to everything's going to shut down and you are just going to want to do nothing because that's what happens when you panic just start little and build up slowly um, even if your class teacher has sent you three hours worth of English and maths and your child really struggles with it, don't panic, really don't panic. Um, take it slowly, spread that over a couple of days, a week. The important thing is that they are drip feeding, that they are learning. Um, take, take one step at a time. Um, a really great way for learning is also through reading and sitting with your children and doing read-along books, read out loud books to them. Um, when I sort of went beyond sort of two children, I found it very hard to read to them in the evenings because I was just so tired. Um, and by um, doing what we do, which is in our morning routine, we, we 
get together a load of books and we sit on the couch drinking tea and hot chocolate and um, we listen to books. I read out books, some of the older ones read out a book, a chapter from a book, and we sort of, you can learn so much from books. Um, there's, there's one um, area, one field within home education, which is, um, it's called Charlotte Mason. And if anybody wants to look it up, it, she's a, she used to educate children early, early on in the 19th century. And, um, and her ideas was that you can learn pretty much anything through a living book. And a living book is a book that teaches you while a story is being interwoven within it. So, for example, I've learned most of my history from reading a really good novel set in the 15th century. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know that he was married to her and she was <laughs> married to him and, you know, kings and queens. Uh, but there are so many living books out there, not just history. There's geography living books. There's science living books. Um, I mean, it's amazing. There's, um, uh, there's an online free audible service called loyal books okay um or liverbox and if people haven't come across it there's quite a few old-fashioned books like these living books on there that you can uh, find out about um ambleside amblesideonline.com was a curriculum that we used to follow years ago and they really advocate living books Okay. Um, so if people want to find out about more of them, I can't think of them off the top of my head. No, that's great. But, that's um, well, what, but there's what, some excellent books. What we'll do after, if it's okay with you, if you, um, yeah. once we finish this, I'll get, when you have some time, if you email me over or message me any of these yeah. amazing links that you've referred to, and when we post this back up, um, we can drop some of those links in there and people can, and can, people can see some of those things that you've referred to, which would be really yeah. useful. Um, I don't think, I'm just going to have a chat now. I don't think anyone's, you've had some really positive response on Mediset. <laughs> oh no. Uh, people, is it? Um, I don't think anyone's asked any questions, uh, which is cool. Um, oh, oh, my sister, my sister said to me, don't forget to say to people that, um, that <laughs> I hope she's still watching, um, that, um, you're not going to know everything. Just to remind you, you're not going to know everything and don't set yourself up. Don't try and pretend to your children that you know everything because you don't. You right. might know quite a bit in one area, but you don't know everything. And so be quite prepared to say to them, do you know what, hun? I don't know that. Let's go and have a look on Google. Yeah. Or, you know, that's, there's no shame in that. Really, what there isn't. The lesson of humility. I mean, that's, yeah. that's really the only way that we can grow. And especially if you want to be teaching a child about growth, it is that that acceptance of you're not going to know everything but by yeah. admitting that you open yourself up to that knowledge which will help your development i know it's so good yeah really good um, susie it's a slightly off the um key question for you now if i was to give you two extra hours a day and this can be totally off topic to what we've talked about um and this is two hours every single day what would you do with those two hours are they my own hours they, are, they belong to you so no children no, <laughs> no children allowed <laughs> I would spend it with my friends without their children and we just <laughs> coffee shop it out. Yeah. You know, just <laughs> hang out, just hang out. And I, I, yeah, that's, that's what I love doing. Lovely. What a lovely answer. Um, is there anything that you wanted to add to anything that you've said? It's been amazing. You've had so many knowledge bombs that you've dropped on us. Oh, golly. I don't know. There's, I, you know, I probably could have spoken for longer, but, um, I don't want to bore people, but, um, I can't think of anything else. Just keep going. Just keep plowing on. You will have good days. You'll have bad days. Um, don't worry about it. Just 
um, start the new day afresh and um, just go, okay, do you know what? That week didn't work or that day didn't work well or that week didn't work well. You're going to make mistakes. It's, it's natural, but that's, that's fine. Just keep going. Just keep playing on. If it didn't work, try something else. If it did work, keep going with it. <laughs> <laughs> There's, I, you, I'm not a parent, but if I was, I'd be listening to everything you said and being like, do you know what? Whew, that's amazing. Oh, like, thank you. Off and you've, you've made it much more. Oh, thanks. I mean, I've had, I've had people that I've looked to over the years that I've gone, that is great advice. And that's why I love parenting courses, because you just get advice from people who've done it. And, and it's like gold. So, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, Susie, that's amazing. I'm just going to check we've had, there's no more questions, which is cool. Um, we're going to end the live stream for anyone listening. Um, okay. Don't leave just yet, Susie. Guys, thank okay. you so much for listening. Um, if you tuned in on this, really appreciate it. That is what the group is for. Um, this is mirrored, so I'm gonna try and point to that there. Um, the group is literally for what Susie's demonstrated so lovely tonight, for sharing our expertise, our time, all of those things that we have to share with others to help get through this period of isolation where it's more important than ever that we look out for each other and look after our loved ones and our own mental and physical health. Um, so for those of you that watched, really appreciate it. For those of you that are probably going to listen to this or watch it later, thank you so much. If you have any further questions, do let us know because we can ask Susie if she has the time to ask. Um, maybe we'll get Susie back in again if we're still doing this in six months' time. <laughs> um, uh, but it's great to hear what people, other people say after six absolutely. months. Yeah, yeah, please do drop your thoughts in the comment box, guys. Um, thank you again so much. Uh, next week we've got another talk um, next Thursday, which is going to be another exciting one. But Susie, thank you so much. Susie's in the group as well um, for anyone watching. So if you have a question, you can put yeah. in the group or the comments box and I'm sure Susie will manage eventually to get around to it. Um, thank thank you. you so much, Susie, again. Uh, thank you so much for watching, everyone. And we will see you soon. And if you need anything in the meantime, just let us know in the group. Pow! Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. That was so awesome. Thank you, Susie, so much for imparting your experience and knowledge on us. Um, I hope you guys, whether your parents or not that were listening to that, were able to really take away the reassurance that I heard in there that really, like, by just engaging with your kids, living life with them, it's gonna teach them so much. You don't need to fret about being Einstein yourself or teaching them to be Einstein themselves. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any uh, thoughts on the podcast, please let us know. If you need any more support, then reach out in the isolation group or you can email me, that's louis, L-O-U-I-S, at strengthvitality.com. Um, and if you'd like to leave a review on the podcast on whatever streaming uh, thing that you're listening to this on, that would be a dream. Otherwise, have a wonderful day. Remember that you literally rock um, and that you are super powerful and you're doing such a good job at the moment as well. Have a wonderful day. Pow.